Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast in a place of celebrating juicy, soulful living and doing our best, doing my best, our best to oh, just live like with joy and presence and gratitude for everything that is life, all its colors and flavors. So I had a conversation with a friend that just brought back the memory of an ayahuasca aha, like two decades after the experience. So I've got a friend that's on a little bit of a crossroads in terms of her career and whether she may investigate a bit of a sabbatical, um, but she's also been pursuing certain projects at work and all the stuff around decisions and you know I was just saying to she was also commenting on being on a place past you know a right and wrongness of decisions and I said to her like I, I find myself more at a place of that there aren't really right and wrong decisions but it's like if you go to a restaurant and there's a menu there's different options you can choose they're just different options and they're going to offer you different experiences. There's not like one right thing on the menu to choose. So I really think as well, like I live a healthier life more in seeing decisions, not as right and wrong, but it's just different options that offer different outcomes and different experiences. And the share that I, I with my ayahuasca experience like two decades ago was really around that since I can remember when I was really, really young, I just had this huge thing around what am I meant to do? How can I contribute and serve? And I know that I have, like everybody, we all have our unique combination of gifts, talents, abilities. And when we play into them, like we feel satisfied and fulfilled and, and enjoy, experience joy and like those moments of timelessness and it also adds so much value to everybody around us and it's always like where am I supposed to serve just guide me just help guide me and when I did my whole like ayahuasca experience was actually connected to enjoying like I mean this is like two decades ago like in South Africa Kate Turkington used to do a beautiful radio show and she loved to travel and she spoke about, then she started her, her own sort of like travel groups. And I remember reading in her book about how her mom would always like favor experiences over things, so save money towards experience as opposed to things and sharing that she had this most amazing experience in South America, really having an authentic experience of the place and described like an ayahuasca experience along the banks of the Amazon River and was very, very enthralled by this whole thing. And then I went to do like work and travel overseas at the time when I finished studying and saving up and there's always something. And then I did actually join this group and I ended up going and it was all amazing. And really, I went into this experience with such like fixed intention and determination where I wanted to know, like, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to serve? To just tell me and I'll do. Oy, and then not just being like devastated after this because I felt like I came out with nothing. I could barely remember anything. Oh, my Lord. And everyone was sharing the experiences. And like at one point, it just got too much for me. And I actually just like ran out of the room because it was always like, I don't understand. I'm not just asking about this. I'm not just asking for me. I'm not asking for like, I want this. I'm saying, how can I contribute most? And it took like two decades later that there was this massive aha of like, 
there is no one thing that I'm supposed to be doing. What I'm supposed to be doing is whatever is right in front of me right now to the best of my ability and to trust that I'm exactly where I am because this is where I'm meant to be and this is what I'm meant to be experiencing and it's got nothing to do with what I think because I don't really understand what's going on and all the interactions and people, that's really what's meant to be going on and to do and to ask like Mickey says, how can the moment that's passing before me be better for having been for having passed before me? And just all this stuff came up again when my friend was like just sharing this point and this crossroads of that is actually it's actually not the stuff. And also everything can change. This whole thing of like what makes a decision right and wrong? You know, is it right because it matches an expectation of how we think it'll turn out? And then if it doesn't turn out that way, is it wrong? It's just like so crazy, this labeling, because we don't know, you know, like if if she thinks like there's certain things she'd like, projects that she'd like to do, but who knows, who knows at the last minute they may cancel it. Who knows, she may land up doing it, but she may not actually enjoy it as much as she thinks she would. She may, Who knows, it may land up being stressful, more stressful than she ever imagined. It, I don't know, things are like never what they seem and... Yeah, so all this kind of stuff came back and it was just so relevant and so beautiful, just a reminder again for me personally of just trust and just know that there is no thing. There's no one singular thing that's the thing. It's whatever is in front of you right now. <laughs> and it's not about who sees and how many people see and how many people know. It's just about because I know, I know the energy with which I'm doing something. Ah, uh, so that was all, yeah, that's a good, good reminders. And um, yeah, the other thing also that came up with our conversation, because she was sharing that we both were speaking about how we love being in nature and this idea of forest bathing that I think in Jap Japanese an actual word for it and how it almost like cleanses and washes you and there's something. We were both saying that when we we're in nature, like almost instantly, it's just very meditative and calming. Um, and... She, there were some other friends who were talking about some research that it takes four days of being in a natural environment for it to actually register in your system. And she was like, oh, darn, because we were only there for three days. And it was so funny because it brought back all this other stuff for me as well of like, it's so important to be careful what we buy into and what we believe. Because if you absolutely believe that it's going to take four days because that research said, then it's going to take four days for you. But equally, I bet you can find research projects where they've shown that within like five minutes of being in a natural environment, all the amazing stuff is done for somebody. Because I also remember coming across like this great Braden breathing meditation that was something along the lines of putting your hand on your heart, closing your eyes, getting grounded, imagine breathing in through your heart, exhaling. But in your breath counts, having your breath count out longer than your breath count in. So, for example, you're breathing in for four, you're breathing out for eight. And all these different elements of actually physically having your hand on your heart, focusing on breath, focusing on the imagery of breathing in and out, um, of like having a golden light, and all of this, and, and gratitude, and bringing up an emotion of gratitude, and sending love out, and all of this, that three minutes, just three minutes, apparently would like boost the immune system for hours. So it's so important what we decide to buy into and believe as true. 
it's just like crazy, 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 the power that we have. Like I said, with great power comes great responsibility. And to really come to full terms with how much power we do have to like affect the quality of our lives, what we believe. So even with like the situation, if someone's believing there's a right and a wrong decision and that you're constantly like wondering, oh my God, I'm making the wrong one, that affects your quality of your life. But it's like, also, it just came so full circle. Like my one son may have to have like um, some wisdom teeth out. And, you know, we were talking about how for some people, they just take them out. And for some people, if they don't come out, they've got to apparently break the tooth and take it out in bits. And there's two scenarios. There's like the time between now and when it happens, imagining like the worst case scenario of what if happens if both teeth don't come out and they have to do both and their complications. And then there's also the best case scenario of like him being the first patient ever where both, whatever many he has taken out, just come out like as a breeze. And the quality of experience of life for him or for I will be completely different if we are obsessing over we're just constantly thinking about worst case scenario or focusing on best case scenario. And it's kind of like this whole thing of best case scenario. I really feel like everybody wins because even if it lands up being worst case scenario, there's time enough to deal with it at that time. But that all the lead up before is a hell of a lot better picturing best case scenario. Oh, yeah. So it was just like coming full circle and a whole avalanche of things. So, yeah, here's two. Oh, really opening up and trying on for size this idea that there is no really right and wrong decision. There's just options. And to really, like, contemplate our power of what we're creating, what we're telling ourselves and the, what we focus on and, and the reality and the quality of life based on what we're thinking. And just the line that keeps coming up for me over and over again, I love, 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 is Mickey's that... It's not, the moment in front of us is not bothering us. It's not only the moment in front of us, it's even a potential future moment, an event <laughs> that hasn't even happened yet. It's not what's bothering us. We are bothering ourselves about the moment in front of us, or we are bothering ourselves by imagining worst case scenario for a future event. So here's two best case scenarios if we do want to contemplate the future. And yeah, just being open to... Whatever is unfolding as it is and welcoming it all for what it is, for the opportunity of being in this, in this magical wonderland of life and knowing that perhaps there isn't one singular thing that is the thing we're supposed to be doing to serve, that the moment in front of us, exactly where we are, is what we're meant to be working with and doing and serving to the best of our ability with our fullest willingness and heart and genuine just wherever we are-ness and doing our best to breathe and relax and show up. Ah, so happy adventuring, precious soul, until we meet again. Mwah.